Agrini Korer and Gaital Shias is Minlam, Mawik is a Gualer Mahanin, is a Samadan Kalis Ivin, is it a Taitash, the Lomas asked on Firkin Folge, a Darish room. Agas Ohas Arimga will shan some better than his Jenny Castleish Nadini Tivimwe, is it a conspirator, Le Araktol, a list two Hiller Marchan Agas, Shivche Kilura. On Gradamata Bunchamak in winter, no hoitje. May I say what a very great pleasure it is to be here today on this very special occasion and uh, to celebrate at local level. Listol's achievement in becoming crowned Ireland's tidiest town in 2018. And while I, the former ceremony was a moment of celebration at the 60th Super Value Tidy Towns Award ceremony, held at the Helix in Dublin City University, the local celebration is always the important one because it gives an opportunity to recognise and for people to share in the celebration of what has been Winchamark, what has been achieved by, the, by, by local people. As I have just said in Irish, I'm very much looking forward to having the opportunity later on of meeting so many who have been gathered outside. And as I said in Irish, that, that I'm so grateful for the very warm reception uh, that you gave Sabina and I and all those who are travelling with me. I, I think Listol has been involved with you, your secretary. May I congratulate you for having been involved for 25 years as secretary? To be 25 years of secretary at anything is a great uh, achievement in itself. But I think that it is... Uh, <laughs> it's one of the positions I tried to avoid during my long life. Uh, I, I, I think uh, one of the things that's very, very important is that Listone has been involved with the Tidy Towns Commission for very, very long. It last won the award in 1978, and but it won a gold medal every year since 2008 in the competition. And of course, it was Ireland's tidiest small town in 2015 and 16. And then in 2018, it wins the overall award. There were, in the year you won, 833 entries for the Tidy Towns competition across four categories in what was the 60th year of the competition. And Listole fought off, uh, to use a carry word, fierce competition <laughs> from many places who may have had the advantage of having higher numbers of volunteers for demographic reasons, but it really... The fact that you won in those circumstances it makes the achievement all the greater. The judges in their uh, citation said, Listole's victory was a tribute to all the people of the town and indeed to the local authority. Competing in the tidy towns requires, and that's what they call it, uh, what you're doing for the tidy towns. Competing in the tidy towns requires little less than a, a community mobilization uh, around a shared vision, a mobilisation that requires active engagement by citizens of all ages and circumstances. And uh, I think I want, therefore, to commend, indeed, the chair of, Liver of the List All Tidy Towns Committee, Julie Gleeson, and the secretary and all the team for their hard work and dedication. Now, they set about 
uh, their task with determination, as we say in Irish, anyway. And such was the level of childless dedication and community spirit, I think, uh, that it, it can be found throughout our country. But in Listol's case, they marshalled a dawn crew. Uh, now, uh, not necessarily to be confused with the dawn chorus, but I, I understand that you marshalled a dawn crew, a group of volunteers who met at 7am during the summer to pick, up lo- uh, to pick up litter and water the flower baskets. Uh, I think that that kind of dedication, and you know, really, I, I do pay tribute to the sponsors of the tidy towns because they have released that kind of spirit throughout our country. And it's not only admirable, but is inspiring, and it shows the value that we as humans put on a sense of place and the pride we take in our local communities. Then there is, of course, more recently, a similar philosophy behind the annual All-Ireland Pride of Place Awards. That is another example of active citizenship built on community participation and volunteering. Listowel has been a market town and since 2000 has been designated as one of Ireland's 26 heritage towns, It has its own unique attraction for visitors at home and abroad. And I have been, always felt about Listowel as well. It does not feel it has to imitate any other town uh, to have its own character. But I have no doubt whatever that this most award and the plaque will unveil today will put Listowel on the list of places to be visited by so many more people with both uh, Irish tourists and overseas visitors. And isn't it a good thing to be able to say we're doing it for ourselves as much as for anyone else, because in the end, that is what it is all about. I think Listowel's has, uh, I have said that it's a heritage town, but it is a very special form of heritage that is precious and unique. And I speak, of course, of the written and spoken word. Listowel is known for its Writers' Festival. It is often referred to as the literary capital of Ireland, nationally and internationally. And why not? Uh, with names like Brendan Kennelly and indeed George Fitzmaurice and always Morris Walsh, the newer, younger Gabriel Fitzmaurice, a cohort I could go on and on and obviously cause great offence by leaving somebody out and then I wouldn't be able to come back next year for the 50th anniversary. <laughs> And, of course, the most important of all, and which I had the great pleasure of knowing, the wonderful, famous son of Listowel, John B. Keane, and how often uh, I visited uh, John B. and and his family and and Mary. But I have been proud, I think, look at all of them would have been proud of this award that you have won. I think it's well remembered that John B., for example, was a strong supporter of Tidy Towns. Last night, we had a wonderful night here in Lestol, last evening. Both of us were saying how much we enjoyed it, visiting the Writers' Centre. And that is such a fitting celebration of the rich contribution of the writers and people of this town and of the county to the writ- its contribution to the written word and to Ireland's literary heritage. I think what was most important last night, I was thinking about it, was the sheer range of groups that we met 
because, you know, going around the country in the 1980s, talking about the community arts, the space that we visited last night was a really inclusive space of the arts in all their forms and for people of all generations and all of ages. <coughs> now, in preparing these notes that were sent to me, I think as well, I said that this is the 60th year of the Tidy Towns competition and it's the fourth time that a Kerry Town has won the overall title. Now this is risky. I wish to recognise the hard work of Archdeacon Michael Murphy, who played a pivotal role in three Kerry Towns winning the overall National Tidy Towns Award. His reputation is one of being an inspiring figure who has always led by example and encouraged others in the work that is required on the streets of the town to put itself in contention, as it were, for success. And the three towns that bore the mark of his efforts so far were Sneem, Kinmare and Killarney. And then he realised he was going to achieve his greatest achievement, the lovely town of Listole. Listole is a special place endowed with a rich history. I think driving here and so many people couldn't but be impressed by what is of course a great and beautiful landscape but also its architectural heritage and its historic importance I think uh, I didn't the weather, the Listole Castle the last bastion against Queen Elizabeth I and the Desmond campaign and I think uh, then it was the last fortress of the Geraldines to be subdued and it fell after a 28 days siege to Sir, Nicholas, Sir Charles Wilmot on the 5th of November 1600 and he had the castle's garrison executed in the following days. We have, I think, since 1600 just about managed to manage the forgiveness. <laughs> but it was tough. <laughs> Now, it's now a national monument in the management of the Office of Public Works. And I think uh, Listole as well. There are other things which are m marvellous for the, the mind and to the intelligence. It role, uh, Listole has a major place in railway history. It's the site of the world's first monorail operation, the Listole and Ballybunion Railway was built on the Lartigue system with a double-engine steam locomotive straddling an elevated roll to connect the town with Ballybunion. And I was delighted to spend last night in Ballybunion. It reminded me of previous visits a long time ago. In, <laughs> in 2003, a one-kilometre-long replica of the original monorail was, was operated. Now, I think next year, and I've already committed myself, God willing, to, to come back for the 50th years of the, the Listowel Writers' Festival. It's recognised, when you meet people in any par part of the world, they say, I met you in Listowel, and what year were you in Listowel, and so on. This is very, very important. North Kerry is, of course, the birthplace. Uh, of many of Ireland's most prominent writers. And I have already mentioned John B., John B. Keane, the wonderful Brian McMahon, Professor Brendan Kennelly, my dear friend, Seamus Wilmot and Leslie Boland, to name but a few.
But they were associated with the establishment of the Writers' Week Festival, which provided an opportunity for uh, uh, other Irish writers to develop their talents. And people have come here when they were beginning a play or or thinking about a collection of poems or writing novels and, and so on. And the concept of the literary workshop then, where people would actually be mentored, was introduced by, for Writers' Week in 1971 by, by Brian McMahon. And, and uh, Irish writers shared their skills at poetry, fiction, theatre and screen with workshops and songwriting, comic writing and storytelling. Wonderful to see that last night as well. And then they added competitions together with a sense of literary awards, which gave recognition to new writers. Many Irish and international figures have gathered in, 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 in Listowel. I think when you look at the list that, 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 that the people that were here, James Coitze, Nobel laureate Seamusini, Booker Prize winners Katsuo Ishiguro, John Banville, James Kelman, Anne Inwright, Poets Michael Hartnett, lovely Michael, Nuala Nigonal, Poets Laureate Ted Hughes, Caroline Duffy and Andrew Motion. You hadn't made it until you had been to Listow. That's the way it was. And Brian Flynn. <laughs> My dear friend uh, Tom Murphy and Brian Freel and Roddy Doyle and Frank McGuinness and Hugh Leonard. And then novelists like Callum Tobin and John McGarren, Sebastian Barry, Joseph O'Connor and Edna, Edna O'Brien. That's just a selection of all of the, 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 the people. And I think that what, what that means as well is that when you speak to them about coming to Listowel, um, I was here, I think, in my second collection of poems, I've, John B. wasn't feeling too well, so he asked Brian McMahon to do it. And I remember as well the sheer atmosphere that there is. There is a welcome for the world. Now, it's important to say every now and again at a time when entertainment and visual is so commodified and everywhere, there would be nothing without the world. And that's very, very important. It is that that brings the performance into being. And then they, it wouldn't be, of course, be available if it wasn't for the actor and directors and whatever. That's why Listowel is very, very important. It is where Crochyoch is celebrated, creativity in the best sense. And then because we live not alone by the mind or the spirit, we live also, there is Listowel now as an annual food fair where another form of creativity is celebrated and you have local artists and food products, you have a chefs and nutritionists and artists and food entrepreneurs and what they produce often involves the whole family and that is I think something that is very important and you know it's important for me as president of Ireland to say this we should support what is local and if we're going to give meaning to things like responding to climate change and sustainability we should be producing and eating as much as possible what is within our gen- what is within our local area it makes no sense to be indulging in fantasies of exoticism that it gives you some kind of sophistication which only people with poor education god bless them have. but uh, i i think that it is uh, i i uh, uh, i I think our own locally produced food, we need to encourage it. We need, of course, we should be growing more 
and we have to live st- uh, uh, sustainably. Con chica de andera, ni feta le ain rada avuintamak a ganon koe blu. I think that success in the tidy towns is not achieved without a great deal of people uh, cooperating. That wonderful words. Did he show up? <laughs> Showing up is very, very important in many, many cases, as those involved in the voluntary sector know. And nothing is achieved, particularly in tidy towns, if people don't show up and invest their talent and offer their labour. And I think it is that's why you have been, have been so successful. That you have awarded, let's be clear now what you have won exactly, the award of Ireland tidiest town is a testament to the massive effort that you have put in. I think that it is wonderful to see so many people, as I have said earlier, from different circumstances and different abilities and different capacities and different ages cooperating together. I think that that collective approach is, this is why I pay tribute as well uh, uh, to the sponsors uh, the, who have made the Tidy Town such a great contribution of 833 entries. And it is very, very important, you know, as well, that in these days when it's so hard for people in the retail sector, that we support our sponsors and give them the credit for doing something, putting it back into the community. I often think about it is what does it tell you about modern life? if all of the profits of the country are sailing out of the country, but I'd better restrain myself on that subject. But um, and the point about it is we're also coming into something very healthy with, see, all the young children who are interested in nature and the climate and, and the rest of it. But we've been through a, a period of about 40 or 50 years where people were told that to be successful, you should concentrate on what is individual rather than what is collective and that what is aggressive was necessary to be what was called ambitious and successful. It was a deadly legacy. The fact of the matter, if we are in fact actually going to respect nature, restore old symmetries, be able to think long and also think wide about the vulnerability and wounds of other people in different parts of our planet, and that is a sophistication that people have in towns. That is what people speak about when they speak about the kindness that you have to be able to take for granted. It's what gives you community cohesion and neighbourliness and creative endeavour. And I think that that is really the mark of things. People are getting confidence in the best of themselves recovered and the best of themselves imagined into the future. And I do want to pay tribute to the Mwintanahoitje, the residents, the schools, the businesses, the community, the employment workers, Listole Town Council, Kerry County Council and other public agencies who should all be very proud of your contributions. And let us as well stop all this nonsense as well about the public world. What's done in the public space made available to everyone is the greatest gift. And the people who work for the public are the people to whom we should be most grateful without which life wouldn't be possible at all. And therefore, I think to all of the organisations in both the voluntary sector, which is a Gobaros with working together with the, the, the locals, that is very, very important. 
And I so wish the young people, isn't it great to have a section? They're the young Tidy Town component. And they are so very, 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 very important. And they're going to change everything in a way. They know that in a way you shouldn't just consume endlessly and uncritically, that you can exercise discretion in everything you do. Discretion is life. The absence of discretion is death. Now, what I think is very important is I think that we're entering a really good phase when the young people now are showing that they're interested in making their contribution, not just for personal reasons, but for communal reasons and for collective reasons. And the commemorative plaque that I will invent shortly is a reminder not just of your achievement, but what you make possible for them. Now, I think this is going to be Okot Kilurok. This is a celebratory occasion. And if the good God has any sense at all, he will keep that right away from us. And we doing our best for climate change now, for goodness sake. But the point about it, but the point about it is, yeah. Now, I do want to say that I'm just going to finish my, co my one little quotation uh, from my dear friend, John B. Keane. Beautiful this stole, serenaded night and day by the gentle waters of the river field. This stole where it is easier to write than not to write, where first love never dies and the tall streets hide the loveliness, the heartbreak and the moods, great and small. Of all the gentle souls of a great and good community, sweet, incomparable hometown that shaped and made me. Shin John B. Gormila Mahaki is back.